0: The kutta sicha is chelik tazayin. Parashu Shmoy sicha dalid. In pasuk vayemer alei melech Mitzrayim, that the king of Mitzrayim paray said to Moshe and Aaron, lomah Moshe and Aaron tafriu sa'amin masa? Why Moshe and Aaron, do you disturb the people from their work? L'chul le'siv le'sechem, you go to your jobs. So from the way it's written, there's a Nechazal Medayik, our sages are, when looking closely at the words, they come up with, as Vibal, that is, Meishev L'chul L'siv Since he says to Meishev Aaron, go to your jobs, on state Nish L'siv L'seichem, and it says to your jobs, meaning to say that there were specific jobs that Meishev Aaron had, so Ayer Moshe of Irons, you go to back to your work, Nish Maisav, and he didn't say go back to their work. In other words, that Moshe and Aaron should join them, the rest of the Yidden, in their jobs. Onishiv it doesn't say their handiwork and the, or their uh, their hard work and so on. From Pasik Leichnav them, which is words that he uses in the next very next Pasuk, Nish to the In other words, he wasn't telling Moshe of Aaron that they should go. Go join them in their work, but go do your work. Is muchach from this day to learn, as is an given free from them that they, Aaron, not just of Aaron, but the entire Shevet Levi, was free from the work, the hard work that the yidin were doing. Shift to Shevet Levi. That it wasn't only Moshev Aaron; it was the entire Shevet of Levi that was free from having to do the hard work that the rest of the yidn were doing. The Ramban is And the Ramban explains the reason. That there is a routine practice in every, con- in every nation. Every nation has it as a standard. That there should be people that are going to be the wise men the guides, the people that guide them in their uh, behavior and so on. When the Farat them levi, and that's why paray separated away the shavet levi. And they then he he released them, freed them from having to do the hard work that everybody else was doing. Because they are those sages, the ones that guide and teach the people. And therefore, they are exempt from doing the work, just like in every other place. They don't have to go to the army, the people that are uh, scholarly, and so on. That's what he meant. You go, you, Moshe, meaning you, the Shevet Levi, your job is to teach the Jewish people. So go and teach them. And so, der Arbeit von Lernen und sein Meure Te Rossum zu Eden, he said, You go back to your work, stop bothering me, and go back to your work of teaching the Jewish people. That's what he meant, Lechul de Sivle Secha. Das heißt, in other words, as Pare had getained to Moshe that Pare was saying to Moshe and Aaron, It's enough that I've released you from all the hard work that you otherwise should have done. when it kann da learn and that. I allow you to study Torah. When you learn the I also allow you to teach the rest of the people Torah. But what are you getting involved in what they do, how they go about their lives? They have to work. That's the decree. That's what I'm telling them they have to work. And don't get involved in that. Teach them Torah. You learn Torah, teach them Torah, but leave them be. Don't get involved in what they're doing don't try to convince them that they don't have to follow the law of the country it's enough that they should follow my decrees and then from time to time you will teach them that's what you should do the tells us that the wisdom that Mitzrayim had, at that time, Mitzrayim had all wisdom, most, you know, the greatest wisdom of the world, he had technology and so on, as is well known. Tsu, and in addition to that, is Pare alein given hachacham gadol. Pare himself was a very smart person. The ta'ina from Paray is given a ta'ina vashot an orten seichel In other words, Pare was no fool. He wasn't saying to Moshe and Aaron things which are... Illogical, he was saying things which are logical. The fact was that without Hashem's help, the Yidin wouldn't have been able to free themselves from being slaves in Mitzrayim. As our sages tell us, no slave was able to escape from Mitzrayim. That's how powerful they were never mind an entire nation, not even an individual slave, even more Not only was this the decree of the natural world, but that's how Hashem insisted that it should happen. because as Paré pointed out you you people are still stuck here until you'll be here for four hundred years. That's what Hashem decreed. Not only am I telling you that you can't leave, and that you know that my power will not allow you to leave, not even one person is successful in escaping, but Hashem Himself said that you have to stay here for 400 years. So you're not going to be leaving anytime soon. And that's what Pari was saying to Meishu Rabbeinu. What are you trying to change the nature of things? You're trying even to change what Hashem decreed. Go back to your job which is gate go back to sit, sit down and learn tighter. And allow the Yidden to do what they are expected to do by the what is decreed upon them. This is what they are meant to do now to work for the next few hundred years for me so therefore the response to them to this is as although it seems that Pare has a logical uh, position. Und thus is a But even though it's logical, but this is Pare's logical position. And if Moshe Rabbeinu would have said, well, yeah, he has he has a point, he makes a good point. If they had said that, what Machasha verspielt they could have missed, God forbid, the entire redemption from its Why is that? and as is well known, as the Geulah that Hashem had to take the Yidden out quickly. He had to yank them out from its Yisrael. the Yidden, that's why that explains why he said that they they should be ready to go, and it's going to be It's going to be quickly. Why does it have to be quickly? Why can't they go out in a leisurely way? Because it had to be Bihipazan. Because if the yiddin had stayed in Mitzrayim, delayed in Mitzrayim for even just the blink of an eye, another small moment, both give the we would have missed the opportunity for Gaullah because they would have sunk, as is, they would have sunk into that 50th depth of Tuma, they were already at step 49, once you go into 50, it's too late, you can't get out. If Moshe Rabbeinu said, well, we have to go think about it, and so on, they would have missed that opportunity. It's only because they did not listen to Parei's logical reason. That's why... They merited, and that's why they were able to have the Geula. And it's true that if you think about it logically, Pare's position made sense. However, the Yidden are not limited to what nature dictates. And therefore, and therefore, notwithstanding the fact that Hashem had originally decreed that it would be a 400 year stay in Mitzrayim, is the Gula given a Sachfri? Is still Hashem brought the Gula much earlier than that? And an from Dilik in a way that he pushed forward uh, or backward, whatever the correct word is, he skipped over uh, 210, 190 years to take them out 190 years early. And this is because the yidden are not subject to what is seemingly logical, what the the the, the world dictates is logical, and they even have the ability to override to to bring Hashem around to overriding his original zayin. Gimel is what is the lesson about this uh, from this? As I nicht trachten the lesson is a yid should never think. Ich lern I am studying tayr is so I'm taken care of, I'm fine. I'm already learning tair. And especially that from time to time I even give a shir to others also. So why is it why is it so essential to me what other yidin are doing, what another yid is doing. Tzirah is Mekayim mitzvahs. Whether he does fulfill mitzvahs, other of God forbid he doesn't. Is this a person that dedicates his efforts, his energies to Hashem, or to Or is he using his energy to serve Pare, the King of Mitzrayim? Which means He dedicates his whole life to pursue material needs. That's like dedicating all of his energy to Paray. And he explains because material things on their own on them in the without if you don't look uh, or if you don't focus on the spiritual power that they have is as vibuyan that's like building the cities of Pisumiramsis, which is what the Yidim were building in Mitzrayim. or the cities of pari and especially in, in the way that our sages explain the words the names Pisaim and Ramseis that Ramseis why was it called Ramseis? because whatever they built would collapse they built more it collapsed again they had to keep rebuilding and the Pisaim the reason it was called Pisaim that whatever they built would be swallowed up by the ground it would sink into the ground in other words, it has no ability, it has no sustainability. It can't last. It's only temporary. In other words, that Gashmius, without the godliness within it, is only temporary by nature. So if somebody dedicates his whole life, all of his energy to pursue material things, there is nothing there if you're not focusing on the godly essence of it. And therefore, it's only temporary. That's like, that's a person dedicating his efforts, his kaichas to Pareh Mitzrayim. So therefore, this yid says, I am learning, I'm not dedicating my life to physical things, and I even give a shir from time to time, but why is it my concern that other people are dedicating their lives to Pareh So we have to know, Ados is given the Ashkaf of Pareh Mitzrayim. This was Parah is attitude. He said, you, Moshavarim, you go learn. Don't worry about them. For you it's enough that you're learning. What do you care so much about what the other yidn are doing? But this is not, a, not the way that a Yid behaves. Which is the reason that Moshe and Aaron did not subscribe to Pare's approach. And they did go and get involved in what the Yidin were doing and demanded that Pare has to let them go. If a person would see that there was a fire burning in a Jewish home, I know he's going to sit down to make the calculation you have to weigh the options should I go in there and save them from the fire or the or maybe there's another option if I look at it from a logical uh, perspective how, what am I getting involved in somebody else's business his house is on fire why am I getting involved that would be the other option so would anybody say that of course not and he goes further every person's life is conducted by Hashem's watchful eye what am I getting involved Hashem wants a fire to be burning in this person's house should I go and interfere it's obvious that nobody will sit down and make that kind of a calculation anyone that sees this kind of an event a fire in someone else's house is not going to get into a, a, a debate whether he should get involved and should help it or not is it uh, is it uh, pr- a proper according to my thinking that I should get involved or should I look at it this way should I look at it that way nor of course is going to immediately go and help the person who was in it in trouble that way so if this is so, when it's talking about uh, material, a material problem, a physical problem, is How much more so when we're talking about a yid's spiritual status, which has an effect on both his future life, spiritual life in the future, and also on his life in this world. As uh, as certainly there is no room that a certain person should think, should I go save him from spiritual oblivion or should I help him out? Of course, you have to help him out. You have to do whatever you can in order to save that person from uh, the spiritual destruction. Dalet. my my father-in-law, the Friedrich Rebbe Tev, said in the name of the Valshemtev, that this obligation that a Yid must love every Jew applies applies not only to Yidden whom you're familiar with, who you know, table. But that love has to extend even to a Yid which is somewhere very far away from you in some forsaken place where you never heard of even. You have to love, have love for that Jew too. When the Avadar Zayn and the love to that Jew also has to be nishtam v'ahavta not just a limited, a, a certain amount of love. Nor kamoicha, but you have to love him as much as you love yourself. Azevi minahat is just like you love yourself without any limit at all. The same love has to be extended to every single Jew, even if somebody that you don't know, you've never met. The Rebbe had erzählt, and the, the Rebbe, Friedrich Rebbe also related, as the Mizritsha Magid had sich gewunschen that the Mizritsha Magid, the student of the wished for himself, as halavival Volterge kushtes Ebetereh, that he wishes that he would be able to kiss the Sevet Torah mit dem with the same love, that his rebbe the balshemtiv had a yidin. I wish I had the same love for the Sevet Torah like the balshemtiv had to another yid. On the rebbe had meisiv given and the Friedrich rebbe added magid in the name of the magid. He said, If the Baal when he was alive in this world, if he would have imagined then how much he is accomplishing when he brings another Jew closer, if he knew it when he was alive, the way he knows it now, because now there is is and the in the heavens above, and he sees everything in its absolute clarity and truth, now he knows how important it is to be Makar of another Yid. If he knew it when he was here, He would have done, expressed his love to another Yid in a completely different way. In other words, much greater way. And this is talking about the Baal Shemtad, about whom the Maggit said that already he loved every Yid, more than the Maggid said that he could express love to the the Torah, but had he known how important it is he would have loved them even more and in a much infinitely greater way and this love that you have for another Yid has to express itself in the fact that just like in regards to myself the Kamecha is just like I, for myself, want to be able to study Torah and be involved in that. As that I, that I find myself, I'm, I'm, I strive to find myself studying, occupied by studying Torah and by davening and by doing other mitzvahs. So we, you have to wish the same thing for another Yid. And you have to do whatever it is that another Yid needs you to do in order to facilitate that to make that possible for them as well and since Hashem never gives a person more than they're able to manage so without question Hashem gave you everything that you need in order to be able to carry that out you just have to know that you can't delay this for a week. Well, I'll get to it in a week. Or not even for a day. And not even for a moment. As we saw from the story of Meishu Had they delayed it even for a moment, they could have missed the entire opportunity. Because it's possible that this one moment, that you're thinking to delay, is what will determine, whether we should stay in, or whether we should merit, the, to be redeemed, and we're talking about, the eventual redemption, the future redemption, the full redemption, we're talking about Mashiach, it's possible that it's all dependent, on my moment of action, or God forbid, if I hesitate, and delay, it could delay the whole thing. Hey, unda is di ayra vasis al di And this is the lesson that from this story, from this Pasuk, for all those people that find themselves in the tent of Torah, meaning their, their preoccupation is the study of Torah. K'ilul kamidei yeshivas, which includes also the students that learn in yeshiva as well as to any Yid which through Hashem's help find themselves in the corner of light meaning to say that they are fortunate that they know the truth and they are in the light of Torah and Mitzvahs the lesson is when you see that there are other Jews which are not in a in a good spiritual place they are in a place which is not light enough it's not, the light of Torah doesn't reach there in their environment you can't settle and say well I'm taken care of and especially in the fact that all Yidin are part of one big body Says, is b'sha says as felt shleimus and teira mitzvah by tzved and yidden. So therefore, if there is if another yid suffers from lack of teira mitzvahs felt as by em or by alid. And so therefore, it's he suffers from it, but the entire body of the Jewish nation suffers from it as well. Teira zoktveg yidden. The teira says about yidden. Aten u'tzavem ayin kulchem lufnei Hashem lekechem. You are standing upright before Hashem, your God. Rasechem shivtechem. The heads of the tribes, etc., goes through a whole bunch of different levels of the uh, Jewish hierarchy, down to the wood choppers and and the water carriers. The Meshtelta Ois Soldaten in a Parat when the when the soldiers line up in formation because the king is going to review them, is the Seder so then the uh, what happens is as puts the if there would be one soldier, a plain, ordinary soldier who didn't polish his buttons on his uniform until they 're sparkling and shiny, so the the king would demand not only from the soldier why didn't you polish your buttons properly. By the M- Roshi. Who will he turn his attention to? How is it that you, who is the great general, the one that leads this whole troop, why did you not teach this soldier? How is it that you you did not train your soldier that when you stand before the king, your buttons have to be shiny? So therefore, it's not the individual Yid which takes the blame if they're not up to par in standing before Hashem. It's the sages, it's the leaders who are to blame. We have to know, this is the lesson that it takes when we stand upright. And it goes through from the heads of the community down to the lowest elements of the community, that it's the heads which are, uh, which are accountable. We have to know, that when we stand before Hashem, the fault will be not only, perhaps they carry some of the fault, but not only with the woodchoppers, in other words, the lower elements, the real complaint, the real demand that Hashem will have will be against the leaders and the excuse I was busy learning my own Torah will not be an acceptable excuse however when the Yidn will behave well, uh, as a one body of people all Yidn all are seen as one from the heads of the community until the woodchoppers and water carriers we will all join together and, and be presented as one group because everybody cares for each other and so on and then we will all merit to the last which is the end of the Pasuk, to do the will of Hashem with, a, with a, a, a complete heart. And through this we will be, we will merit to see that the entire world will recognize that Hashem is one and His name is one, which means, describes the Geulah mitzvah